Welcome to the Get Well, Get Money podcast. My name is Robert Briggs Glover, the ex-fat boy turned fitness entrepreneur. This podcast is about life transformation, body, mind, finances. And I'm going to be using the lessons that I've learned and the lessons that my guests have learned in order to get you guys on the right path towards wellness and wealth. I'm here with my brother Jelly Roll. Yes, sir. Family, family podcast. My, my dude. Look, I'm getting goosebumps right now. I'm excited. You, too. Do you see it? <laughs> I'm fucking fired up. My man, my listen. Y'all don't understand the bond between my, me and my man Jay. This this guy has come into my life, and and I I, I don't open my and I don't want to get all emotional, right? I don't open my heart to many people, bro. I don't open my life to many people in the way. You you got a brother in me for life. Oh, one hundred percent. Let me just tell you that the way we've opened our lives to each other. Yes, sir. I think is what Absol- makes it special. Absolutely. So we're about to take a shot at Casamigos, which is today. Uh, my daughter got in the cars. Brick still at the house? I was uh, like, yeah, at yeah, the studio. <laughs> I love Cheers, brother. Cheers. <sighs> oh yeah, that's good. I like it. All right, so so my goal with today's podcast is to get into the mind of someone who is in the middle of their weight loss journey, and because it's been six years since I started Minds, and I want to be very intentional about never forgetting what it feels like, but naturally, as time goes on, and I'm so ingrained in my lifestyle now, um, some of those memories, some of those emotions, some of the the details of the struggle have have you know have lost those the memory of those things so and i and i know the value of understanding the mindset understanding the emotions involved understanding like what you guys go through it's going to help me help people right right so so that's really that i want to uncover some of that stuff and then of course respond and and be able to add some some value i'm pretty sure we've we've talked about a lot bro like i've oh, been yeah. here i've been here in nashville for five days about five days about now five, i think days, yeah. yeah and you know me me and jay has been kicking it non-stop and uh but yeah so that's the goal for today's podcast um first and foremost introduce yourself again he was he was on the pod you were one of my first guests i don't yeah. know if you know that yeah for sure you were one of my first guests this is like last year sometimes uh so introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about you and what you do. My name is Jason Jelly Roll D Ford, okay. right? And uh, I'm a musician. That's my thing, man. I'm a music man by all traits of it. It's what I it's what I've done pretty much my whole life. And uh, yeah, but above that, I'm a father. I'm mm-hmm. a husband. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Pretty good fucking guy overall. You, are, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So amazing guy. Yeah, man. But music's my thing, man. No doubt. And that's what I was thinking when you first said this is like. Our relationships became so much deeper than YouTube and then podcasting and fitness and music. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, I think this is cool. They get to see like a genuine interaction. And for sure, I hope this helps somebody because it sure helps me. You know what I mean? And I'm it's glad. also like, I don't know about other fat people out there, but this is like probably the most uncomfortable subject in my life. Mm-hmm. But it's also the one that bothers me the most. Mm-hmm. I was telling somebody yesterday that, you know, most people have to wear their insecurities in their heart. Mm-hmm. You know, childhood trauma. Where no one sees it. Nobody sees it. So yeah. they just, you know, I have to wear mine on my skin every mm. day. Like the thing I'm the most uncomfortable about in my whole life 
mm-hmm. is right there on me, all yeah. fucking 400 pounds of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like the perspective of that is like you talk about the obvious, the elephant in the room, mm-hmm. sometimes just to get it over with, but still never really detail it out. So yeah. to be able to get into like an in-depth conversation with you about obesity mm-hmm. and overeating and addiction, because, mm-hmm. you know, I compared this whenever I first started losing weight with my wife to like, this is heroin to me. This yeah. I'm not. I don't say that to sound like extreme. No, like, listen. You I, know, I used to. I used to tell her the first time when I was 500 some pounds when I met her. There would be like cookies on the table, mm-hmm. and I'd be like, if I was a recovering heroin addict, would you leave heroin on our kitchen table? Mm-hmm. You know, and they thought I was like bullshitting. You know, yeah. like oh, you're being over dramatic. It's like, well, you tell me that when you're 500 and something pounds. You know, my wife gets it now because she had never been with nothing like. Now she mm-hmm. totally understands. You know, mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's a lock and key thing. No, it's it's 100 percent an addiction, and I think the quicker that America starts treating it like that, instead of oh yeah, it's just a weight. It's not. It's we need to start treating this weight epidemic like a drug problem, just like any other addiction. Yeah. Sugars, are, I mean, but that'll never never happen because this is systematic. But I don't want right. to go off and on. So that are tangent. the drugs too, if you think yeah. about it. Yeah, absolutely, it's all, it's all the it's same. All, it's, it's all the same. Yeah, which is why I fuck the government. Yeah, period. Fuck the government. One hundred percent. Straight up. But with that, you know what I'm saying? Like, but we have the awareness, so we have to try our best to try to fucking free ourselves from from that right you know what i'm saying and it's hard i get it man and that's one thing i haven't forgotten is that is the struggle of the addiction because i'm still addicted to food bro believe it or not i still have moments where i feel out of control where i feel like i couldn't even use will power to stop myself from eating certain things and that's not a good feeling man It's, it's not a good feeling i i think i've learned how to wrap my life around it in a way where it, it it doesn't get out of out of hand right but i still deal with you it still str- you know I the st- other day you text me and i don't know if it was just you like in just full honest like always full disclosure bricks mode or you were thinking about it thinking about me mm-hmm. but i was like what are you doing or something and you were grabbing something and you were like honestly bro i'm trying not to eat like shit mm-hmm. today mm-hmm like I could tell that like you were genuinely like yeah. that was for whatever reason that day in particular you, you know like, what it was Yo. because the the night before I fucking ate a half a box of fruity of cocoa pebbles right you feel what I'm saying and that's my balance right when I go off you know on my tangents you know nutritionally I try to counter counterbalance it by the next day being super you know on it right and that's the most I can ask of myself you know it's getting better you know it's not as bad as it used to like my bin i used to legit binge i don't think what i what i do now is considered binging per se i mean i don't know what what's the quantity of food that you you know would categorize as binging who knows but i do overdo it i will eat four bowls of cereal and then have a peanut butter uh sandwich right after dinner Right. You feel what I'm Just saying? It's like that late night sweet yeah. tooth hitches, one bowl, two bowl, three. I know, Absolutely. Dude. With the bananas. I know, man. You feel what I'm saying? So I still struggle with that. Absolutely. But I think one of one of the bis- biggest disconnects that I have with, with trying to help people is when I first started, I was so obsessed, bro. There was literally nothing that would have stopped me. Right. And that's not always the case for people. This is this is a part of my destiny. 
This what, is well, it's like I'm struggling with that now. So mm-hmm. the first time I lost a lot of weight, I lost 200-some pounds, right? Mm-hmm. And I was obsessed. Like, you just couldn't get me. You know what I mean? Like, But you, you were also afraid. Yeah, I was afraid. You know, we talked about that today yeah. in Transparency, too. Yeah. Like, it was a life-changing scare for me. Yeah. And uh, this time, it's like... I can't, I don't, I'm not, I don't have the obsession. I want to get the weight off and I'm working hard towards mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, I would never get caught dead in that kitchen eating a jar of Nutella yeah. the first time yeah. around. You know, fucking, I have a Saturday night now where I'll eat good. And you know what the hardest part to like so is discouraging? And tell, explain this to me, Bricks. Why is it that when a big person goes off the rail, right? This mm-hmm. is so crazy to have this conversation in front of a national audience. I love y'all <laughs> motherfuckers. I hope y'all know that. So uncomfortable. But why is it that like you can eat good all day? And then you fuck around and go, you find the peanut butter and you eat a tablespoon, but not like a real tablespoon, like the fat man tablespoon, like the the, the, big the ice cream scoop. cone tablespoon, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And you eat another one and another one, another one. And then you realize in your conscious, I just fucked up a thousand calories of peanut butter. So your mind then turns into, I wonder if we got any chocolate in around this yeah. motherfucker. Listen, right. Man. And then it turns into like, you know what I mean? Like yeah, what? Absolutely. It's like all of a sudden you, it's like, it, it, it's like all of a sudden every all all bets are off yeah. now. It's like it's like free for all. Yeah, it's like we were just talking about drinking. I was like, yo, man, I'm totally I drink a lot. It's full full disclosure, brick squad. I'm a drinker. But like, having a drink don't bother me. Yeah. But you get me to the fourth drink. If we sit here and have four drinks, all bets are off, bricks. Mm. We're drinking tonight. Mm. Period. Now we're gonna take it to the toilet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> One of us is puking. Yeah. I keep it under four, it's no problem. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like if I can go in there and get that, just of that peanut butter and get the fuck out the way, I'm okay. That's it. it but I'm if I stand over the jar, forget about it. It's cookies, man. I'm it's tearing over. the kitchen it's up. It's over. I'm making toast with butter after that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like now it's Word. like what's bad for me in here. It, yeah, and I know, it's, and it's like, it's like a fucking spell, bro. It's like, and and I think the food makers, they put. Listen, why would you put sugar in peanut butter? Why why was that ever a thing? Right. Why wouldn't we just mash the butter, the, the peanuts, and you know, whatever. Make the peanut butter. Yeah, why do they have to add sugar to it? If we never, if we never had sugar in peanut butter in the first place, we wouldn't miss it. It is that's designed to make us addicted to it, right? So that we buy jars and jars and jars and jars of the shit. You feel what I'm saying? So it's systematic. Now, is it science that once you put the sugar in your body, your body craves more? Like I'm, any yeah, other drug? absolutely, that's science. I mean, okay. I can't break it down. You feel what I'm saying? But that's definitely a, a, sci- a proven scientific thing. Okay. It's like a it's like a snowball effect, and and for me it, it it's like that for eating in general, you know. I've gotten better, and that's why the fasting works so well for me, because it positions me as far as the amount of calories that I'm consuming for a day. It's almost hard for me to overeat when I'm only eating during this eating window. Right. And if I started eating first thing in the morning, bro, you'd be a tank until you went to sleep. I'd, I'd be, I'd take down four or five thousand calories, six thousand calories, and that's trying to eat healthy. Right. You feel what I'm saying? So that's why I have to. I, I I've learned that the structure of fasting and other parts, you know, other structures that I've put into my nutrition life, it has contained the animal, but now, the animal is not tamed. Has it been adding on, or has it been one thing the whole time? No, it's 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 definitely adding on. It's it's trial and error. It's okay. learning. You know, it's learning through mistakes, seeing what works, seeing what doesn't work. And over the last six years, I've kind of 
uh, develop an arsenal of, of methods or hacks or tips right. or however you want to, you know, um, say it. But it, it definitely took time for me to, to develop that. But I do want to get it under control. I hate the feeling of not being in control over what I put into my face. Even though I am. I'm in control. But you know what I'm saying. Right. I, I really, it's this, it's this draw after dinner most nights of the week. I feel like I have to have, like, when we're done, I'm going to go make, uh, I have rice cakes and peanut butter. It's not, it's not OD. I don't need it, though. I, I can, I can, I'm not hungry. So why is it that I have to eat that before I go to bed? It's something else. It's like, this is something I want to talk to you about, too. I'm glad, it's crazy we're talking about it on a podcast, but it's all stuff I have for you. What is it in us that makes us think about that now? Last night, I'll give you an example. Last night was a night where I got into my almond butter before I went to sleep. Mm-hmm. It was a good night for me, though. I didn't overdo the almond butter. Yeah. But I, I caught myself, because the way I've been talking to you the last week, you've been giving me so much game, I caught the moment in which my mind went, I'm going to eat some of that almond butter before I go to sleep. Mm-hmm. And I probably watched two hours worth of Netflix. I watched some shit on Netflix and everything. Mm-hmm. But the whole two hours in my mind, I was like, before I walk in that bedroom... I'm going to eat me yeah. one little scoop of that almond butter yeah. before I go into that bedroom. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So so I think the awareness, and and that's what's, I, I, if I was to give credit to me getting any better over the years, is to th- the fact that it's no longer just a subconscious thing. So the graduation for me was going from, holy shit, I just ate a, a, a three quarters of a box of cereal. How did this happen? To I feel the urge coming on. I say, damn, I want to I get in that cereal box. And I, I make the decision. I am going to eat the fucking cereal. Right. <laughs> it's a conscious decision, right. which is progress. Right. Which is progress. You feel what I'm saying? Because it's no longer just a, the, 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 the conditioning. It's still the conditioning, but it's not so much the subconscious taking, running the show. I'm consciously aware of the decisions I'm making, and that is a win because the next step after that is having more control over my actions after the the moment of awareness comes to me. Right. Right. But I'm very patient with myself, and that's the thing. Right. I don't fight against it too much because that doesn't serve you. It doesn't it doesn't help. It doesn't help to fight like willpower. How can I break this down, man? Because it's, it's hard it's hard to it's hard to articulate this because it, it, it still doesn't make sense in my head how it's happening. But over the last six years, let me not say the last six years, maybe the last year and a half is when I stopped fighting with myself. And I, I tried to be creative. And get around whatever the things that's pressing me. Like I, I, I explained to you about the fasting and, and, and putting other s- structures in place that that helps minimize the damage of my uncontrollable eating. But what I've learned is when I don't push against it and I don't judge myself and I don't overthink it, I just try to make sure that there's checks and balances. Meaning that, okay, if I'm going to give into this, then I have to commit to doing something else. Or right. to and, and and just that process of just not not trying to fight with it and and just being creative and trying to negotiate it in, I don't know. It's it's just been helping. And I, I don't know if that 
is going to make sense to anybody listening to that. And I'm going to get better at I'm going to pay more attention to that part of the process because this is this is the first time I'm actually verbalizing this, articulating right. this. Um, well, it but, makes me think of the first night you came down here, we did the show and not your fault as much as mine. We had some drinks. Mm hmm. <laughs> and the next morning I was so inspired because I woke up, you know, like finna puke hangover and I know you had to feel the same. Hell yeah. And I'm looking at my story and the first thing I see on my Instagram, like I'm one eye, like one eye hungover. Looking at my phone, it's so bright, I'm squinting with one eye. And I see bricks is in your garage. In the garage, but no, 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 before that. Oh. You were like, yo, I made a commitment. If I drink over oh, two yeah. drinks, I'm running five miles. Yeah. And I was like, the fuck is yeah. going on here right yeah. and then the next thing you was like and the way you were like embracing the yo man hangover hangover workouts mm -hmm. are the best man they build mm -hmm. character and i was thinking to myself if people only knew how hungover he really has yeah. to be right now fuck right yeah. if you were smiling though you were like yo i'm gonna go in and get this motherfucker in mm -hmm. and it was just so inspiring to me that i was like mm -hmm. and it was cool for me because it was also like you inspired me in that moment then to be like okay you can really balance this mm-hmm like he's finding a balance. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I always feared that the day I got healthy that you I would give, give up. up all the fun yeah, shit. Nah, you know what nah. I mean? It'd be like, "Oh, there goes all the cool stuff there." You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, you know. And that doesn't have to be the case. It doesn't sound fun initially. You know, if mm -hmm. you're a big dude, you know, I mean, obviously the health benefits, life, feeling better, mm -hmm. but it's like no drinking, no sugars, mm -hmm. no sweets, I no pancakes. Listen. You just start hearing that stuff and you're just like I'm not sure if that's for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and that's not the case, man. That's not the case. And I'm glad you brought that up because I'm pretty sure a lot of people think that. Yo, you and everyone listening would be surprised at how much shit I eat, bro. I still eat a lot of shit. But the fasting helps me a lot. And then my consistency with exercise, it helps me a lot. It helps cancel out a lot of that. And once you, and, and, and that's why it's important to really learn your body, right? Because I know how much of it I can get away with. You feel what I'm saying? It, because I started paying attention to when I had a quote unquote, you know, a mini binge, right? How my body felt in the morning, how much body weight I put on based on how much, uh, you know, how much calories, I, not that I was counting calories during my binge but i know there's levels to this binging shit you feel what i'm saying right. there's, there's definitely levels there's a half a box of fruity pebbles and a peanut butter jelly sandwich then there's a whole box of fruity pebbles two peanut butter jelly sandwiches and a pint of ice cream yes you feel what i'm saying like now you're talking my kind there, of binge there, there's levels to it you feel me i i have that that level i've conquered that level now it's like i said it, it's half a box of cereal and a peanut butter jelly sandwich. That's that's a, that's the worst. But that wasn't like that for me. And even after I lost the weight, I would still have those pint of ice cream, peanut butter jelly sandwich, seven cookies. Right. Nights. After dinner. Right. After eating out. And it's even worse. If I had some drinks, forget about it. It was all the way bottomless. All bottomless the way pit. My stomach has no bottom, bro. Oh, no, for sure. In, in those situations. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? So, and after sex, anyway. So, <laughs> <laughs> it's bad, bro. Like, liquor, sex, 
greasy foods. It's like it's weird how that shit stimulates your appetite. Just all too. Well, it's also like one of the problems I have with drinking is this. Me and you had this talk. One thing we talked about earlier that I th- feel like we should have shared on this podcast was when you taught me a lot today by accident. We were just discussing. I'm 430 something pounds right now, right? So they got me on like a 37, 3800 calorie diet a day. And I was explaining to you just this morning, like, bricks, because you were like, you're not eating all your meals. You got to eat them all. I'm like, it is hard yeah. to eat 3,800 calories of good food. Not because yeah. it's good food, it's just because it's a lot of fucking food. Yeah. But then tonight I had the realization when I was making my protein shake, putting my two little baby teaspoons. Me and Bricks were talking about this. All my fellow fat people understand this. What I thought was a tablespoon oh, until yeah. I started measuring tablespoons oh, nah. were two different tablespoons. Oh, yeah. I talk about this on, I think, one of your vlogs. But, um, I'm doing my two little, you know, two little tablespoons, which is pretty much no Nutella. And I realized that this little can of Nutella I got has 20 of these servings in it. They're 210 calories, right? And I was like, I fucked up a whole one of these before. That's like 4, that was 4,000 calories, 4, calories, right? Yeah. I have dogged one of these yeah. once, just drunk, standing yeah. over the sink like it was ice cream. Oh, damn. Just pounded one, right? Shit. And I'm thinking to myself, this is crazy, but I ate 3,800 calories. I ate like 3,000 calories of food today. I'm not going to get my last yeah. meal in. I'm going to like have to make myself want to vomit to go eat yeah. it. Not because it's bad food. It's great no, food. But it's just it's a lot. It's so much food. And that's the thing about healthy food, quote, unquote, healthy food. It's not calorie dense. You can get away. Listen, for anyone, because I used to think when I first started trying to lose weight, I used to think you had to be hungry in order to lose weight. Right. And that's not the case. Oh, yeah. I'm never hungry. Healthy food is not calorie dense. You can get a, you'd be surprised how much food you have to eat to really adequately nourish your body while you're losing weight. Right. Right. But it's not what our palates are used to. Right. And the bad food, you could put away 3000 calories in one meal because it's just so dense. So all that grease, all that butter, all the sugar, all that is very calorie dense. So it's easy to put away thousands of calories. Well, it goes back to the greasy food and a side a bunny trail. But the other thought I had was, if I get real drunk and I wake up hungover, nothing inside of me is like, you know what I need for this hangover? A big chicken salad. <laughs> nothing inside <laughs> of me says that, right? Yeah. I immediately am like, I need two egg sandwiches with two tablespoons of mayonnaise a piece. Yeah, that's what's going to get me out of here. Facts. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Um, I need French fries. I need pizza. It is, yeah. I, I wonder what it is scientifically. I'm, I'm very curious as, as to why that our bodies default to craving that. Yeah. On some alcoholic shit, I've looked up before. What's the best food to eat to like prevent a hangover? Uh-huh. And if you Google this, bricks, this is fucked up, right? It's the greasy food. The first thing it tells you to eat is pizza. Really? Liter- like, literally, the first thing it says is like, yo, you should eat some, yo, we're having real fat talk right now, y'all, it's great. Yeah. The first thing <laughs> it says is, you should eat pizza before you drink. Google it. Google right now. Best food to prevent a hangover. Number one thing it's going to say but is put something. It's, put it's, something. It's, probably be, it's probably because the grease soaks up the, the alcohol, I guess. Mm-hmm. It absorbs yeah. it. But for an already fat dude who drinks... Oh, you're giving me a crutch yeah. here. You yeah, just justified me right eating a half a pizza before yeah. I start getting that's, drunk. Are you a pizza guy? Dude, I'm a fat dude. So, yeah, like, here's right. the thing about, like, <laughs> if there's another, listen, yeah. I pray that somebody in your comments is like, finally, somebody gets me. Because I don't want to feel like I'm alone here. But I'm like one of them big dudes that's like, I don't think there's a bad food I don't like. Uh, 
Yeah. You know, my joke my joke used to be my drug of choice is more, right? <laughs> so it's like so I tell people now like like what's your favorite comfort food? All of it. Yeah. Ain't none of it I don't like. I mean, mashed potatoes of any kind, you know, if it's starchy, yeah. pastas, all the shit that's bad for your bread sticks. I fuck up a bowl of rolls at a at old Charlie's, you know what I mean? Yo, them Hawaiian rolls yeah. are the best. They're, I heard they're decent, like not as bad, right? They're lower in carbs. Shit. They're still fucked up too? Man, listen. See, I've leaned on that before. It's like there's only three grams of carbs in each one of these and then fuck up a whole fucking packet of them. Take a little sh- mini Do you taste chicken how sweet burgers. they are, bro? Oh, they're fucking incredible. Yeah, there's sh- It's the sugar in them, sugar right? In them. Yeah. See, you know, yeah. that's where I'm learning about the importance of. So d- learning how to read your nutrition facts? I just learned it. This has been the newest thing in my life. It's been the most eye-opening experience oh, yeah. of it. I-, I use the tablespoon because it's the most reference mm-hmm. one. But it's like I'll look at stuff and be like, the Hawaiian rolls. Yeah. If you look at them, they're like 40, 50 calories mm-hmm. for one of them, right? And like two grams of carbs in each one. They're low, like four grams of carbs. Mm-hmm. Compared to 28 grams of carbs in a uh, uh, two slices of toast. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh fuck, man, I can make four little chicken burgers like yeah. this. But then you don't think about how much sugar's in it. Hell when you sugar. look that shit up and you're like, oh yeah, no, yeah. I fucked up. All right, so so on your day to day, right? What's so right now? Is it? It's all right because my my suggestion for people is always to to make your home your safe space, right? So do you feel like? If you got rid of all the almond butter, all the Nutella, all the shitty foods out of your house at night, do you think you would get in your, your truck and drive to, to the store? I wouldn't. See, that's something me and the wife, the wife has been really good at me now. Like, if she gets something for Bailey, like, that's like, you know, because Bailey's 11. Mm-hmm. And I want her to eat healthy, but I also understand that. Yes, this is a child. It's a child. Like, yeah. it's just, she's going to eat stuff that. Yeah. Kid. My kids shouldn't be deprived of no. a Pop-Tart one day at one morning a week yeah. because her daddy doesn't know how to not eat the box yeah. of them. Yeah. But my wife has learned that her daddy doesn't know how to not eat the box of them, mm-hmm. so they hide the Pop-Tarts from me. Yeah. So here's a story. I'm, I come in the other night from a neighborhood party. You met me there. Yeah, yeah. And I had a few drinks. So I come in, and I eat one of my meals, right? Mm-hmm. And I walk into my wife, and I'm drunk, admittedly. I'm sounding like such an alcoholic. <laughs> it's not as bad as it sounds, y'all. <laughs> and I walk into my wife. I go, baby. Real talk, husband-wife moment. She goes, yeah, I said, you got some chocolate hidden right now, don't you? You know, I was just there. Did, did, she, did she give it up? No, absolutely not. She told me bunny, we didn't have none. Bunny, I love you. <laughs> I love you, buddy. Thank you for not giving in to that shit. Seriously. <laughs> I was there. It's one thirty yeah. in the morning. I'm waking her up. Yeah. Like, I literally am waking my wife up like, hey, tell the <laughs> truth. We got some of them little chocolate squares around here somewhere, don't we? You know what I'm saying? And this nigga like, said, tell the truth. <laughs> I started with like the curse, like don't lie to me. You know you got some chocolate hidden around here. Oh, and she's man. like, I swear we don't. I was like, we don't got nothing bad eating this whole fucking house, man. You know what I'm saying? She yeah. was like, I thought that's how you wanted it. But see, but and that's I think it's so key, bro. Because all you ha- here's the thing: I don't tell people to cut stuff out of their life, right? I'm not telling you not to have sugar, not to have Nutella. But if you put a barrier between you and it. It will it will it will take you a long way in reducing the amount that you that you put into your body. I told you before, part of my process of losing the weight last time was my Friday night was my night. I ate my pan of brownies or whatever it was, and we would go buy them right then and cook them together. Mm-hmm. This go around, there's this thing called my cookie dealer, 
Right. They're the best cookies in the whole fucking world. I shouldn't even like be it. promoting this on your podcast. <laughs> this is so bad. But they're just like, they're so good, y'all. And the cooler thing is they were made by some real bodybuilders who were like tired of cheating and not feeling satisfied in their cheat meal. Mm-hmm. Like some bodybuilder women, like a, a good woman and her dude came together like, yo, man. So they're macro friendly. No, 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 no. Well, no, no. But their, their, their thing was like making it worth the macros. Okay. Because, like, you know what it's like to go to Subway and you get two or three of them little fucking flat-ass cookies and they're 220 yeah, calories yeah, a piece? Yeah, 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 yeah. They were like, yo, what if we made one half-pound cookie that was 750 mm. calories, but it was a half-pound cookie with yeah. a fucking Snicker bar in it? Yeah. Right? Mm. Now, that sounds like, all right, this is a good cheat. Yeah. So I was like, I'm into it. Yeah. You know? So what I would do is, to, to keep myself away from them, I know I won't eat bad food during the day. Nothing inside of me midday, mm. especially where I'm at in my journey now. That's the yeah. first thing I conquered. Yeah. I'm not like, oh, it's the middle of the day. Let's go fuck mm. up a cookie. That's real shit because right? I'm the same way. And yeah. it, it's the evening and the nighttime it's the that evening. give me. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And it's like, it's also what you said, how I start my day. Mm. You know, if I start my day at Cracker Barrel with uh, peanut butter oh, chocolate yeah, pancakes, all bets are off for the Hell day. Yeah. You know, it's Dairy Queen. I won't even work out. Period. No, for sure. Yeah, it's I like. I put something that heavy on Yeah, me. yeah. yeah if, so I, if, if I eat terrible first thing in the morning, it's, it's a wrap. It's I'm not that going, for the day. I'm not working out. So what I would do is I would keep my cookies at the studio. Mm. And then on Friday night, I would bring me one home. Mm. And I'd cook my cookie, and I would eat my cookie. Mm. You know what I mean? And that's kind of been my new thing that's been working for me a little bit. Yeah. Now, she hadn't baked none in the last two weeks, so I've been shit out of luck. Yeah. <laughs> I've just been waiting, though, just so I can process my order. It's like, I'm going to get the notification. Ding, my cookie dealer's yeah. got, you know, you got to grab them right then. So, because I, like, for one, I'm feel, I feel honored to be a part of, of this journey with you, right? And I want to do all that I can to contribute to your success. So well, Thank you for that. I'm a huge fan of yours, brother. First thing we talked Likewise. about is food. I, I could show you my phone right now. I just seen that I'm on one of the vlogs you just dropped. Yeah. And I just seen that because I guess you uploaded it a couple hours ago and I had checked my YouTube. This is my YouTube right here. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's, that's legit. I'm right on there. his And I didn't page. set that up. Yeah, I'm on his homepage. That's on my reel, like, you know. Yeah. And I watched this before I, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a good vlog, too. Yeah. The Brick Squad love you. They, they're like, yo, Jelly's on Yo, oh, that's they, awesome. Yeah, they I love, I've been, I'm Yo, part of listen, the Brick Squad for what it's worth. Listen, bro. I've like, been part of the Brick Squad for a couple years. I finally like, reached out keep, like a year keep ago. Keep making videos with Jelly. Yeah. You know, I had a few comments. I, mean, I checked a few comments because I just posted a few hours ago. But, yeah, yeah man, uh, I think I think this thing is, is, is bigger than what we even know. I mean, we feel we feel that we, we, we were brought together for a reason, something big. But I think it's so much bigger than we can even imagine for right sure. now. I believe so, too. For sure, bro. And anyway, like, also so like, we're gonna blow everybody's mind when we whenever I sneak around and put bricks on the jelly roll oh, yes, out, y'all. Just, yes. just side note. Hold on, though. That's, Big secret. Listen, man. <laughs> that, this verse I wrote, bro. First of all, this is gonna be my first. All right, so I recorded with Tristan last time I was down here. Yeah. That was that was the first time I ever I've written anything in probably like three years. Wow. Three years. So Good this is the second time. That I've written since, so I, I stopped making music when I got in trouble. When I got when I when I went to jail, that's when my music career kind of just was like by the wayside because I was just in a low space. And from that dark place is where I found fitness, right? right? Because I was gonna take my own life. I was that fucking low, right? And um, it's always been a void inside of me since I stopped making music. It, it was it was my outlet. I've always been a creative. 
Um, and I never used that word before, you know, because that's kind of like one of those words that gets thrown around a lot now. But I never really understood that it was really such a big part of me. It was such a big part of me. So I'm excited. And I'm taking it slow, but you know, in my head, I'm, I already won a Grammy. Listen, right. we, we, it, it comes, it, it went, it went from, yo, you should do a verse on the album. Oh, yeah, maybe I should. And in my head, once I committed to that, I'm, I already won a Grammy right. with my my fucking album. You feel yes. what I'm saying? So yes. like, so so like, I'm 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 forward tracking in my in my mind. I'm just excited to be back in this environment of music creation, bro. Let me ask you this: parallel in the two worlds. Did you see yourself looking like this in your mind when you first started your fitness journey? Could you close your eyes, fat bricks? Because, like, I feel like sometimes the Brick Squad, I mean, they see all the shit I see online. But the other night when you took me down memory lane mm. on oh, a laptop, yeah. when you, yeah. like, plugged up the secret hard drive, yeah. like, yo, this is fat bricks. And it was, like, a bunch of fat brick stuff. So, so he I got, was like, you were really fat. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I see the intro, and I knew you were fat and all yeah. the pictures and, you know, all the YouTube stuff. But it was it was a whole different perspective, mm. like – Watching you walk around with that weight on. I, I opened the vault, man. I opened the vault and I showed him some of the old Fatbrooks. I have a lot of that footage, so I let I let him hit. I let him see some of the rap video footage, and so he he got the real insider look. But yeah, to answer your question, to be honest, in the beginning when I because I failed a lot, bro. I failed at losing weight several times, man. I want to say hundreds of times before it the light bulb went off. But once that light bulb went off, when I closed my eyes, I seen, I seen it. I seen my body. I seen the six pack. I seen the beautiful women. I seen, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I, I was 100% sure that that's where I was taking it. And that's why that old fat bricks footage, like I'll, and I'm going to show you this. I have footage of me saying, yo, maybe, you know, one day I'll be able to help people lose weight. I'm going to have a six pack. And I, mind you, I'm looking in the camera with a double chin. But I, I knew it for some reason. Right. And, and that's why, like, I, I, th- I truly believe that's one of the first steps to truly getting on the path to f- real full body transformation. Even if you don't believe it. Even if you can't see it right now, I think it's a very powerful practice to close your eyes and picture yourself with your dream body. Right. There's something magical about that, and I'm pretty you you know that. Oh yeah, no visual visualization, 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 manifestation. It's oh, all yeah. big. I just have yeah. I think that's why I needed to hear you say that. I've yet to be able to place it to. As a big person, you probably noticed because you felt it at one point. It seems so unrealistic. Yeah. Have you ever heard a fat person say, "I don't never want to be skinny." You know, I just want to get a little healthy. Yeah, yeah, It's because yeah. in our mind, we it's can't see possible. ourselves being skinny. Yeah. And, and so we're setting, like I told you before, that where I fucked up last time was I was 500 pounds. So I was like, I just want to be 300 pounds. I think I look great at 300 pounds. And I was like, 300 pounds, here I come. 300 pounds, here I come. Like, met, like setting on vlogs, like yeah. was all about it. Hit 290 and was like, oh, did it. Mm-hmm. Phew. Went right back up. 130 pounds back on. Yeah. Snapping, like a, snapping a flash. You know what I mean? So what? What's your vision? What's your goal? Like, if if you can close your eyes and open them, and you have the dream body, what is, what's that look like? I want to see it like this is this is the first time I'm manifesting this. By the way, yeah. it's the first time I'm speaking this in a public platform. I want to look at it like a season thing. 
Like when I'm in season, like like what you used to call it, thought season. Yeah, that's I want to be two twenty five. Okay. The fall till like February, I want to be like two fifty. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like I'd like to fluff up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, Enjoy yeah, my yeah. winter. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, yeah. you know, I'd like to really, and and not put no real, you know, just some, I think that'd be great for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? How um, tall are you? About six one. Okay, so we're the same height. So, yeah, no, so that's what I said. Me. Yeah, like, for sure. A little bit yeah. bigger than you. Yeah, period. Yeah. You know. Cause I'm I'm probably walk around in about two twenty. I haven't weighed myself in years, man. But I probably walk around about two twenty, two twenty five. So, but yeah, man, I could. My fault. That's the. No, that's the bypass. bypass. It's all good. Yeah. It's all good. Um, but I could I could see that happening for you, bro. Yeah. It's it's, I it's it's almost dis- disrespectful to say yeah it's possible. Like no motherfucker, like for real. You can do that shit. Like, I didn't realize you were 360 until the other day. You carried it so well, and I yeah. knew you were fat. But when you said you were 360, like, I had a moment of real clarity that was like, holy shit, I could do this. 360, bro. And it made me feel better about your, like, f- like made, made your physique feel more realistic mm. to me. It was a lot mm. to that. You know what I mm. mean? Like, it was like, you got to look at it from that perspective. Like, it's rough. You know, yeah. when you're coming from such a big place, you're looking down. You know, I mean, we're talking about... Bricks, when this is all said and done, and we go back in a year from now and talk about this on this podcast again, mm-hmm. and they see the journey through your vlogs and the vlogs we finna start creating, I'm gonna lose a me. Yep. You will be able to say that I took me standing here, and if you put a me on the back of me, yeah. then that was the old me. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like if I was walking around carrying me, that would be me. Mm-hmm. And that's such a deep perspective. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, that's such a journey. Yeah. And it's also, like, it's such a long journey, it's intimidating. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's a lot of room for error. But you see, and that's why I think it's a very powerful practice to really give yourself a nice chunk of time to get this done. Like, not trying to squeeze it all into a year or even two years. Right. Really pace yourself. I think there's so much value in that, bro. I think that's the main reason I took the the weightlifting approach this time. Mm-hmm. I lost the weight really fast last time because I was just like in a hurry to get it off. And I did it at the expense of starving myself. Mm-hmm. Not really starving myself, but when but I look back at it under now, eating. I was severely under eating. Yeah. And I was just running a lot. Mm-hmm. I would just wake up in the morning and run. And you know what I mean? Just, you know, jog, whatever yeah, my yeah. fat ass could do. But, I mean, I was yeah. doing four or five miles a day. Damn. At 480 pounds. Damn. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I was really getting after it. I was just like, just go, you know, fast and cardio. Yeah, and that's dangerous, bro. Yeah, no, it was really, you know. And even when I look back at the pictures, like, the, I miss my face being that skinny. Mm. But when I even look at my body, like, I feel good that I was skinny. Yeah. But I just felt like, you know, my wife would tell the story that when she would touch me then, you know, she was proud of me for losing the weight. But she just felt like she could push through me. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like. Yeah, because you, know I mean? you weren't lifting, so I your didn't body, have anything on me. Yeah. yeah, so your body wasn't. You didn't have a lot of solid mass. Yeah, I was skin hanging yeah. off skin. It was just yeah. you know, it was just ugly. So do would you do you plan to get skin removal surgery once you lose all the weight? I hadn't even thought about it. No, okay. I hadn't even thought about it because there's a side of me that you know, like you you got lean. Mm. I kind of want to get jacked. Mm. You know, that's kind of why I've been doing the powerlifting yeah. thing a few days a week. You know, yeah. like, I want to, you know, I want to get jacked. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I want to really, I kind of want to fill out a little bit. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, that's why I said 250, 270 yeah. is kind of realistic for me. Because yeah, yeah. I still want, you know, I still want to be in the, the under 20% body fat. Yeah. 
I just want to, you know, I, when you touch me, I want you to know you grabbed the goddamn bear. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you know, no doubt. that's what I want. When somebody goes and slaps my arm, I want them to go, woohoo, big fella. No doubt. You know what I'm saying? There's something under no there. You know what no I mean? Doubt. So, Word. I forgot his name, but I, uh, big, big powerlifting dude. Big powerlifting dude. He got a little belly on him, right? But not like a fat, you know, like a beer belly. But he got a little, little Yeah, little I don't know how the powerlifting yeah. bodies. Yeah, sometimes. And my man said, he said, yo, this isn't a beer belly. It's a power belly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like, you know, I, I wouldn't mind, you know. But he still takes his shirt off at the pool. Yeah, You know, yeah, and that, yeah, that's yeah. the, that's the, like, Bro, that the was, end game. that was one of my dreams, man, to be able to take my shirt off. And and, and to be 100% honest. Boobs? Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. Are they not, like, the most embarrassing but look, bro, thing ever? My, my nipples used to be inverted. Right, and really, bro. It was the it, because because I, I I fluctuated weights even when I was heavier. Like so, I would I would be at three sixteen, then I'll be like I'll go down to like three twenty, up to three forty, back up to three sixty, back down. Right. So when I got down to like three twenty, three eighteen, my nipples would pop back out. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. And it it used to fucking drive me crazy because I'm like God, it was the worse bro like literally like they would invert no it was it was fucking just so weird to go through that see the man boobs thing is like yeah it's a thing man for sure i just recently got put on an estrogen blocker Mm. i went and got a blood test Mm. and found out my estrogen was really really high yeah you know that's so hard to say on a public platform i listen i i appreciate it and i admire it but you know me (laughs) yeah my whole life's an open book, man. So yeah. like I'm the I'm the same way. So, for, but it's like I really I just had to do that because you know it's part of part of the process. Mm-hmm. And like it kind of made me understand a little more about these two. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But mm-hmm. I think me and you also talk like I came from a lineage of bigger people. Yeah. My father battled with his weight his whole life. Mm-hmm. My mother still battles with her weight. I got two brothers. You know, one of them that kind of got the good the blessing gene. Mm-hmm. He just kind of walks around and does whatever. But he also, in his defense, works out in a surveying field. So he's 60 active. hours a week. So he probably walks eight, 10 miles a day. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But he can eat whatever he wants. But I got another brother that really struggles with his. He fluctuates 100 pounds at a time like mm-hmm. I do easy. Mm-hmm. You know, and you'll catch him in seasons of life where my brother will be just jacked and on it, you know, and something will happen. He'll slide off them rails. You know what I mean? It's almost like a relapse. Mm-hmm. It's like watching drug addicts relapse and be like, man, I wonder how long it'll take before it comes back around. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we were, we were talking about this earlier. I have really good genetics, but I also have really bad genetics, meaning it goes either way. Right. I can put on body fat. Like, not, like, listen, honestly, bro, if I just stop thinking about what I'm eating and I just ate, and, and this is not even talking about binging every day, just eating regular, like just eating how the average American eats right now. Right. I would probably put on 30 pounds in a month easily. I just had this talk with my daughter and it was such an uncomfortable talk to have an 11 year old to explain this to her. But like Bailey's got friends at school that could eat pop tarts for breakfast, chili cheese fries and two snack cakes for lunch, uh, two little Debbie's for a snack, nothing but pasta and chili cheese fries for dinner and a sandwich, nothing but carbohydrates. Right. Mm. And that little girl wake up tomorrow and look like she didn't eat it all yesterday. Mm -hmm. And my daughter, if she does that for a week straight, her face will puff, her stomach will puff. I'll watch the kid gain three, four pounds Mm -hmm. in a week. Mm -hmm. It's like I'm dealing with that with my own daughter. It's tough. You know, while we're full disclosure and having like super open conversation, the other night she ate, she sat down to eat dinner. And my wife cooked her, you know, uh, grilled chicken, 
I think broccoli, and it was something else that was actually pretty cool, like a little side of pasta. Mm-hmm. And that kid sat there and poked at that food for like an she hour. Didn't want it. You know, like an hour, just fucking with it. Mm-hmm. And I finally had a moment when I was like, Bailey, four nights ago you sat down with Chick Chick Fil A, crushed it. I had to make you slow down. Yeah. I had to stop you and go, hey, girl, breathe. Mm-hmm. Chew your food. Yeah. You know, like, what is, the, like, the disconnect there? You know, I love my daughter because we got such a good, honest relationship. She goes, Chick-fil-A just tastes so much better. Yeah. It goes back to your palates. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. And uh, that's something I've struggled with, Bailey, since we got custody over a few years ago. Mm-hmm. But, see, her mother has the gene and her whole side of the family that they, they can, can eat, eat whatever. whatever. Yeah. So she's always been like that, and mm. Bailey got stuck with that D four curse. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Bailey just can't eat whatever, man. But just to back up about the palate, I think and one of the best examples I can give is 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 my situation with diet soda. Now, I I don't endorse diet soda. I don't think diet soda is a healthy thing. It's almost I mean, there's studies coming out now saying that the diet soda is is almost worse. You know, whatever they use to do, to replace the sugar is almost worse for you. Than the right. sugar, but anyway, um, but I hated diet soda, bro. I was a fat dude. I didn't want diet soda. I want the real deal. You right. feel me? So, but what I did was to intentionally train my palate to, because that was a step for me to go from regular soda to diet soda, right? And those and those are the baby steps that I try to tell people about. Like you want to take baby steps. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? And that's not even really a baby step. That's kind of a bigger that's a step. Big step. You that's really big drink step. sodas? That's a big. Yeah, step. that's a big step. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, for sure. But, um, but so what I did was I stopped drinking anything but water for 30 days. So it was an intentional cleansing of my palate. And then I drank diet soda after 30 days of drinking nothing but water. And it tastes amazing. Right. And I was good. So I say all that to say, if you're intentional and, and strategic about retraining your palate, our palates are toast bro all these highly satiating foods that we eat these fried foods the sugar it like it 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 makes our taste buds like we have it's like we have to have it but when you really like cleanse your 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 palate from all that stuff for a while and then you reintroduce replacements right and that's a process. I I, I don't want to sound like I'm oversimplifying it right now. It's right. a process. For sure. But it's a real it's a real thing you can do. Like I've gotten so like this I am a part of the reason why I was so fat all the you know I mean all my life is because I had a very limited palate. Like my mom she if it took more than 15 minutes to cook it she we didn't, didn't eat fuck it. With it. Yeah. Yep. We didn't eat it. I, you know. You know what I'm saying? Kraft macaroni and cheese and and, and hot dogs. Rice ramen noodles. You feel what I'm saying? All these high sodium, easy, quick, you know, quick dinners. That's what I grew up on. Right. You feel what I'm saying? So, and I was very, I didn't eat a bunch of stuff. Like, you know, I would go, you know, to other people's houses and they have, you know, different things. And I'm like, no, I don't eat that. I don't eat that. I don't eat that. I don't eat that. But once I opened up to the world of food, there's, listen, man, there's so much healthy foods that doesn't leave you feeling feeling deprived. And But it had it, it was a process to get there. But and, and that's what I'm saying. Be intentional about retraining your palate. Try to be more open-minded. Try new things. Right. Try new things. There's so much great foods out here. 
that that will uh, that that align with our our fitness goals. Right. You feel what I'm saying? That you'll love, but you just gotta be open. You gotta try them, and once you because I'm a I'm a person. I I like I eat the same stuff pretty much. You feel what I'm saying? So yeah. you'll find something that works for you, and then you have you have that food your go to food, and it may replace something else that that don't serve you. You know. Yeah, that's what I've been working on. That's been a new thing for me. And you're right, it's cleaning out the palate. Yeah, bro. You know, it's a, it's a palate clean. We I found those, uh, them cauliflower, the, the cauliflower. Crust. Uh, the, yeah, the crust and the bread. They uh, got the little, the little flat breads and stuff for like. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I forgot what they're called. It's a company that sends us a bunch of free shit now. Mm. I wish I knew, man. Fuck. Mm. They're awesome. But I uh, love that shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Love them. They're great. They, they literally are like sandwich good, and I would have never thought that. Like, and I ate a cauliflower crust pizza the other day, and it was like banging. Um, yeah, it was so see, good. See, back in the days, we didn't have as many options like this. Right. You feel what I'm saying? This is all newer stuff that that has been introduced into the marketplace, and and, and that's why I think right now is the easiest time ever to 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 lose weight, to improve your, your diet, because we have way more options than we ever did. You know what I'm saying? So, and these companies, they're getting good at making this stuff taste real good. And it's still macro-friendly. See, I used to eat out a lot. Mm-hmm. That was a big problem. Yeah, me and you talked about how yeah. you can't really control what's happening yeah. on the other side of the grill there. Yeah. You know, it's like whenever I told you I never thought in my life that there was 120 calories in a tablespoon of olive oil. Yes, sir. Because then we're trained to be like, olive oil's good for you. Yeah. It's better than butter. Yeah. You know, and I used to have people go, man, I check it, man. Butter is actually probably better for you than cauliflower, mm. than olive oil. I'd be like, yeah, right. Everything says olive oil's it. Man, I would put five tablespoons in hash browns by accident. Just, you know, just yeah. pop it in yeah. there. You know what I mean? Like, not even think. So here I am thinking I'm doing the right thing because I'm eating a 130 calorie red potato. But you put them, but you put that oil up there. But I put four, three hundred calories of fucking oil in the yep. potato. Yep. You know what I mean? It's and like that's, such and that's a thing. The problem, and that's why it's not just what you eat, but it's how you prepare it. Yeah. You know, it's it's how you prepare so it. So I've learned that my meal preps now. I was always told it's so much more expensive to eat meal preps, but because I eat out so much, mm, you save I money. just eat out three days or two days a week now, just because I need studio breaks. Yeah. So she's my thing. I'll be sitting there at the studio like, yo, if I don't get out of here, I got I lose my mind. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like in my mind now, it's a whole different thing because I look at it like, man, I'm $310 a week in meal preps for me to have literally Monday through Sunday five meals a day. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I can't beat that with a stick. No, that's not I bad. would spend that taking the engineer out to sushi five mm-hmm. days a week. I'd spend more that's than That's one that. meal yeah. a day. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I would yeah. literally, you know, just blow it. You know, so it's like I'm saving so much money. And eating healthy as well. For sure. It's been a, it's been a, it's like I'm early in the journey. I'm like week seven of really trying mm-hmm. to figure this shit back out. And uh, it's been a lot, it's already been a lot of ups and downs. Of course. It's been a it's really been, but it's been eye opening. And it's, it, it, it's going to continue. I'll tell you this because I'm not under eating, I'm paying more attention than I've ever paid though. Mm-hmm. So I'm really learning something for yeah. once. Like I'm asking you all these questions like, I didn't care last time. I was like, just get the weight off. Yeah. Cut the bread out. Cut up. Cut everything that has a carbohydrate in and out. Eat as little as fucking possible. Mm-hmm. And fucking wake. Go to sleep mad. Wake up mad. Run. <laughs> go to sleep mad. Wake up mad. Run. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it was like you know the first time I started backing out of that shit, it turned into a fucking shit show. Yeah. You know. I bet. I was probably like one day I eat up week, week. I told you this. I wasn't eating at all. Like Saturday, I would wake up and eat me pancakes. I eat the cookies the night before, so I'd wake up and eat sweet potato pancakes, and I wouldn't eat again till Sunday morning. Damn. Like fucking, what was you know like man? If it I mean, was it's a not holy bad fast, though, to be yeah. honest. That, but but it, it the only reason why that was bad is because you were under eating all week, right? 
You feel what I'm saying? But if so you then I would gorge, put five thousand yeah, calories, yeah. three thousand calories of brownies in me with a pint of Halo Top, which is which was only three hundred twenty calories for the record. But then I would turn around and eat the pancakes the next day, and then not eat nothing again until Sunday at like two in the afternoon. Yeah. And I might eat salads and drink juices that whole day. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, oh man, I'm so off. Like but I you, just did it so wrong. But you learned a lot, yeah. right? And, and though you reached your goal right and that's what i try to tell people like be careful right be careful with how much you focus on what you know the short term the short term goal right if you don't approach this with a real long term plan in mind you're going to be setting yourself up for for long term failure right right because it's two different approaches mm. it can be the same goal but if you want it to you want to you want to keep that shit off? You got to do it different. You have to change your relationship with food. You have to approach it different. This it's impossible, especially us who we have these genetics that want us to be fat. Getting to hang out with you for about 6 days straight has been so inspiring. I hope you know that. Like it's taught that makes me, me so feel much good, more. man because I get a lot of value from our relationship yeah. so to hear. No, like yeah. it's, man, it's it's, I, I don't even think it's reciprocated. I still think you probably do more for me just in your actions. That One, how good. you run your business, how you put your content out, how much time. I've been with you six days. Mm -hmm. I don't know if the Brick Squad knows that, like, you are dead. Like, this is your life, dude. Yes, sir. All you do is wake up and think about content and how you're going to get it out and how it can help people mm -hmm. and what people might be struggling with and yeah. read comments and try to figure this out and look at the Facebook group you've created. I watch this. Like, this is all you do. Yeah. It's like 7 or 8 at night. I'd be like, you done working? You'd be like, almost. Yeah. But I literally wake up and I see you working at 5 o'clock in the morning yeah. on my story. It's, like, insane to me. I've learned so much from that, being able to just, like, I think one of the most eye-opening things that was it was you showed me freedom at the other end of it all. Mm -hmm. The other day, whenever I was like, you count calories? He's like, nope. Mm -hmm. And I was like, when did you finally get to stop that? And you told me whatever it was, yeah. however many years ago, but it was like a moment, which I'm sure for you was a breakthrough, too. Like, Hell that had yeah. to be, like, the moment of, like, I'm I figuring this shit out. Yeah. yeah, like, I made it. Like, yep. I am actually at a place of, like, I am, you know what I mean? Like, So that's what makes me feel like an expert. Right. The fact that I feel free. Don't get me wrong. I still have my struggles like we spoke about earlier in the podcast. But I feel like I'm in control. I don't I don't fear putting weight back on right. anymore. It's not I think I still like I said I have my moments, but I still ha I feel like I have a healthy relationship with food. Right. You know, I figured it out. And it's uh that's And you do it in a real way. Yeah. It's not chicken and kale. No. You know, and that that was my fear too, was like mm. chicken breast kale, chicken breast kale. That's so I how think, I lost it, you know so I, mean? I think we should wrap this up by saying, losing weight and having a healthy lifestyle doesn't necessarily mean that you you give up everything you love. It's not boring. I still, I mean, of course, I don't. You see how I eat. You see how I live. I still drink once in a while. I I, I don't over. I can't really overdo it. Um, but just because my tolerance, I used to be a drinker, bro. Like, right. I used to go hard like you, like harder than you, like hard, like for real. But you opened my eyes at that the other day, though. Mm. You were also like, Jelly, you drink a lot because you're fucking 400 pounds. Yeah. You know, like you so won't as drink you, that as much you lose when you're weight, you're pounds. not going to drink as much. No, By far, sure. you're, you're not because be you're not going to eat to. Anyway, yeah. so um, I enjoy my lifestyle. I don't feel deprived. I feel like I have fun. 
I still have my drunk nights. I still have my hungover workouts. I still have my, you know, pancakes. pancakes. Yeah, exactly, yeah. bro. You seen another another morning, bro? Yeah. yeah, but it's just within reason. It's with balance. It's right. with a, it's in a system, and I enjoy that because it feels controlled. It feels safe. You also got a really impressively active lifestyle. Yeah, I do and both. I admire that. Like, mm-hmm. just in general, like you know, yeah. you're a let's go out and walk kind of guy mm-hmm. you're a, yo let's you know i'm a i'm a rent a scooter you're a rent a bike <laughs> kind of guy you know what i mean it's like and Good i look job. forward to being there one but day. it's a slow transition man right. this is i was you're looking at the almost finished product pretty much you feel what i'm saying right. so try not to compare try not to you feel what i'm saying i know our brains default to that but it took a while for me to get here bro and i relate i was you bro 100 percent. you just a little bit bigger than i was but all your tendencies, all your struggles, all your fears, all your apprehensions, I felt them. Right. And there's a lot of value in that for me, too, because like I mentioned earlier, I need to remember that. Because my mission is, like, I want to crack the obesity code, bro. Right. You feel what I'm saying? And I know the the combination to that shit is psychology. That's all. That's all it is. The only difference between me and uh, anyone else that's struggling with weight is the way that I think. Right. That's it. So once I can, once I figure out how to teach people how to change the way that they think, the mechanics is going to be easy. It's going to be super easy. But you just in, in. But I'm I'm working on it. I'm working on a program right now. I'm working on a course that is going to be my first stab at it, and I think it's going to be successful, bro. I think it's going to be successful because evolution, it's its inevitable that we figure this shit out. Right. That's just evolution. And we're hardwired to evolve. And that's one of the biggest things that is holding us back as, a, as, a, as humans, period. Right. You feel what I'm saying? Not just in this country, all over the world. As humans, this weight issue is the big, one of the biggest things that's holding us back. And I know it's systematic, and that's another, like I said, that's a, that's a rabbit hole right there. But I think even that's going to start changing because right. there's more awareness, you know, mm-hmm. coming to that. It's it, 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 way more than ever, bro. But back in the days, in the 80s and the 90s, first of all, we didn't have access. We couldn't, st- we couldn't stand up for ourselves, mm-hmm. you know. And that's why I, 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 as I grow in this role, I'm going to become more of an activist. Well, it's like. My last piece on the systematic thing is I went to Bailey School to eat lunch with her. And it was weird to me, I pay attention to this in the last six weeks, that the fruit was at the end of the line. Mm. And mm. the pizza was, was at, at the, the front of the line. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Even before the fruit was the dessert. What? Pizza. Another thing I had, you ready for this? They didn't have a vegetable that wasn't a carbohydrate on the table. That wasn't a starch-based vegetable. Yeah. Like, their vegetable of the day that day was corn. Wow. You see and what I'm saying? Not, yeah, that's a it's starch. It's a starch. Yeah, it's just a straight starch. Yeah. And it had very little, if any, nutritional value. Yeah, yeah. Right? So it's like, I look at that and I go, this is crazy that, like, you know, it starts with the first thing you're offered is a dairy product, is a milk. Yep. And Which then it's like, hard. here goes the pizza <laughs> bro, or the, or the fried or yeah. the breaded uh, chicken or something that was all breaded, and the next thing was <sighs> potatoes and macaroni and cheese. That's just the next thing was like corn. There was no green beans. There was no salad option. The next thing was a dessert, 
And then when you get up to the end of the line, that's they you offer you an orange uh, or a banana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And even then with the banana, I thought that's the fucking highest yeah, sugar yeah. one. Like it fucking, that's the worst one you yeah. could give her. And before, even it's sitting here right before there's the brownies. Oh my God. You see what I'm saying? Like they had the dessert option. Like you could get the cake, you know, and then the, I was looking, I was we gotta like, do better, man. you know, but just think about it. If the vegetables would have been first, if the fruit would have been first, then the vegetables would have been first. first. Yeah. Well, it's just, and then you go, and by the time it's time to get to the bullshit, you've only got so much room, room. left on your tray That's anyways. Yeah. You know, the shit's fucked up, man. Yeah. Anyway, squad, I appreciate you guys for listening, man. This is this has been one of my favorite podcasts, bro. Yeah, I, I feel free. Legit. I've never got to talk about this like this. Like, legit, bro. This is... You have no clue how this has been for me. Like, thank you, bro. Like, I needed, like... I needed to get this off my chest personally. You know what I'm saying? Like I needed to. And, su- and salute for for your bravery and, and and for trusting me and my audience to be vulnerable with, bro. Right. That's well, dude. That's I'm, I feel like I'm a part of the Brick Squad. Listen, y'all, hold me accountable. Yeah, follow on. me and check in on me. Make man. sure y'all I, follow. I need it. Make sure you guys follow him. And uh, this, listen, th- there's so much more content that he and I are gonna be producing so stay tuned man this is about to be listen bro we got a lot <laughs> we we got a lot ahead of us man i just there's a lot of stuff you know i, I can't talk about yet but just know you you guys are going to see a lot of bricks and jelly in the yeah future. baby <laughs> all right squad until next week peace peace